Ready? Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for coming. My name is Leslie Brothers. I'm the director of the McDonough Museum of Art, and I'm a member of the In Place Support Group. And I'm going to introduce the other members fairly soon, but I'd like to start this meeting off by introducing Bill Mullane, who's been an administrator in education and an educator for 30 years um, in Trumbull County, Ashtabula County, <laughs> and, and many others. Bill is also an artist. He's been involved in many placemaking projects uh, over the years, and Bill's going to kind of create the context for this in-place project. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Leslie, and welcome to all of you. I think in order to create context, we're going to start real quickly going around the room and let everybody just say who you are and, and what brought you here quickly, and that will help everybody know uh, and create connections for you uh, as potential participants in this process. So we'll just start over here, go around the outer side of the room and then inside. Yep. Can you hear? Usually with my uh, cafeteria voice, I can do this, but. All right, yep. Around the corner there. Yep. <laughs> Just who you are. We'll start here and we'll go around the table. I'm Linda McCullough, Executive Director of Mahoney County Convention of Business. Uh, my name is Michael Hardy. I'm a senior at uh, Youngstown State University. I'm a double major in graphic design and writing.
participate in the remaking and the beautification of our city? We'll start here up front and go around this way. Anyone not get to go?
All right, well, thank you all for coming. Uh, and again, as Leslie said, I came up to just create perhaps a little context within which to uh, help you understand you know, why you've come here tonight. The project support group uh, will each present and go through the prospectus with you, but this valley has obviously gone through 30 years of, of change and you know, has had a, a, a real history in which it's had to kind of reimagine itself. And that reimagining is sometimes very painful, as was evidenced throughout our history. So for instance, when the Center for uh, Industry and Labor, known as the Steel Museum, was built, you know, that itself created conflict. Uh, we saw George Siegel come here and create a sculpture but that sculpture was done without perhaps context and without involving people at a time where people were fighting to keep jobs here. We were beginning to, uh, and then when I say we, we as a community, were also beginning to memorialize something like the steel industry and people weren't ready for that. Um, so art and, and the context within which we do public art really requires people coming together and having a conversation and being part of a movement. You don't go and impose art on a community, you build art with a community. You don't impose a vision on a community, you create a vision together. And that's what placemaking is. And the National Endowment for the Arts has spent uh, a number of years now granting in this area of placemaking, uh, creating a, a place for project spaces and supporting that. Uh, placemaking as we imagine it is community driven, it's visionary, it's adaptable, it's inclusive, uh, it focuses on creating destinations within your community, destinations for the people who live there as, for, as well as for people who live outside. Um, it is always um, very much context uh, specific, so you create, you know, it's done within the context of where that work or works are going. Uh, it's dynamic, it's transdisciplinary in that we are not required, you know, when we say art, we're not just talking about the traditional idea of sculpture and painting, but we're talking about lighting, we're talking about how do you create signage, how do you uh, reimagine public space so people can gather and have conversations or play together or work together. Um, so it's always multidisciplinary. Uh, transformative, flexible, collaborative, uh, and it creates a place to socialize. And so I think this project really uh, gives an opportunity for those kinds of adjectives to be used here. Um, the other piece of the context is there's been a lot of planning in the Mahoning Valley. We, we, we are not uh, devoid of plans. Um, and many, many plans um, and they never get actualized. And so I think the team, and I said especially Mike Christ and, and Dominic really came together thinking about, you know, at some point plans have to have some reality. There has to be some implementation or people just grow weary of planning. And so this is the opportunity to allow people to come together and out of this grow 
some actual implementation, up to five projects that can be actually done and created uh, in the context of all the planning that has gone on. We have a lot of wonderful organizations, so when you think of planning around the way we work, YNDC, Youngstown Neighborhood Development Corporation, and the work that they're doing uh, in neighborhoods, Cityscape, and the work that they're doing, Trumbull Neighborhood Partnership in Warren, and the work they're doing in neighborhoods, EAG, Reedy, uh, and it goes on and on and on, 2020, you know, I mean, we've, we've got just tons of plans. But now, we have to take a look at those plans and the people who have interacted with those plans and go back to them and say, this is an opportunity now to take those plans, revisit them, and figure out what we're going to do with them. And so you're being invited to become part of that process of imagining how uh, these plans can be actualized. And tonight's meeting is one, to introduce the, the process, and two, hopefully introduce you to each other so that you can begin to think about how you would like to become part of this and who you would like to collaborate with in developing a plan to be presented. So I think in a nutshell, that's the context. Um, and also, if you're aware of Power of the Arts, which has been involved here in the Moaning Valley now for four years, which is looking, how do you create public funding for arts and culture in the Valley, um, as well as how do you create collaboration, has done a lot of work around creating the economic development studies and really working to place art at the economic development table. So that is the other important part of this, recognizing that arts and culture uh, are not just something that exists for the people who do it, but have a real economic development context within which we work and a real role in economic development and being at that table. And this project allows us to really branch into that full full steam ahead because we have the opportunity to actually have things created uh, and an end in mind. So with that, I'll turn it back to Leslie who uh, will take you through the process. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Do I really need this? Like if I talk to you guys like this, are you okay? Oh, excellent. Okay. Does that work, RJ? Okay. So have all of you had a chance? Did I can I thank you again for being here? Thanks so much for being here. You know, we couldn't possibly know. We could only hope um, that we would get a room full of people. And so we're, we're so grateful to have you. And I don't want to forget to do this, so I'm just going to point out um, the graphic design work that's been done for this project, this beautiful document that you have, and this fantastic logo was developed by Sarah Delacuadri. I stand up please, Sarah. Sarah's just done such wonderful work for us and we want to thank her. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for fitting us in on top of your more than full-time job. So have all of you had a chance to read that first page? the definition of the National Endowment, our town grants, and the in-place placemaking project description. Has everyone, you don't have one. Thanks, Mike. Mm -hmm. So sorry. Does anyone else not have the guidelines? We're working on it. Okay, oh great. All right. Um, would it be helpful, would any of you like me to read those descriptions? 
you think, or is that like a waste of our precious time together and we'll move forward? Okay, excellent. No, thanks, that's what we, that's what we need to do. All right, the in-place support group. The in-place support group is made up of individuals who were either directly or indirectly connected to writing this application to the National Endowment for the Arts. In addition, we've invited a few people to be part of this group who have helped us get to this point. In other words, who have helped us put together this 16-page document so we would be ready to have this conversation with you tonight. So the group is made up of art professionals, urban planners, architects, designers, artists, and public art consultants. And I know you, and soon, you will soon have uh, the bios in front of you, and so you can look at them um, at your leisure. So what we're going to do, and I hope this doesn't seem um, too uh, simple an approach, but what we're going to do is we're going to go through the project guidelines, excuse me, go through the project guidelines piece by piece. All right, because what, what we know is that this is, this is something new for this community. And what we're asking all of you to do is also something new. And that we have $20,000 per project available is also something brand new. So we're going to go through this piece by piece. All right, project guidelines, page eight. In place, a, a place-based approach for art and design in Youngstown. So this project will use a dynamic approach to the planning, design, and utilization of public spaces, capitalizing on the Youngstown community assets, engagement, inspiration, and potential with the intention of creating grounded public spaces that promote health, happiness, and well-being. Specifically, we are looking for a total of five place-based project ideas located roughly in the mapped focus area that incorporate one of these five themes. The first one is wayfinding. What location should we highlight and connect in Youngstown? Wayfinding is a process by which we identify and connect socially important destinations and how they're organized and communicated, including vehicular and pedestrian signs, visitor maps, banners, gateways, and information kiosks. And what we've done, if we've listed uh, a, a, a short list of URLs that you can go to to look at specific examples of projects that have been done around the country, around the world, connected to wayfinding. And these are simply to give you some examples of how other communities have, have approached this. Um, just to kind of get the wheels going. Mobility and parking. So what we're gonna do is, we're going to, I'm gonna read them through, and then at the end, we're gonna take questions. Yes, they are, they are, I'm sorry, they all are. Uh, mobility and parking, how do we move around Youngstown? 
Mobility is the ability to move or be moved around a city freely and easily. Parking systems are management plans with several parts that govern how on-street and off-street parking is utilized to ensure efficient navigation for those familiar and unfamiliar with a place. And again, these are examples of specific creative projects that have been done connected to mobility and parking. Lighting, how do we help others and ourselves see, feel safe, comfortable in Youngstown? Lighting increases downtown vibrancy through greater visibility, highlighting pedestrian walkways, facades, and architectural features. And again, in a series of examples, a list of examples of projects connected to lighting. Technology, how can we make in Youngstown, I'm sorry, how can what we make in Youngstown help us rethink its public spaces? Technology utilizes processes, products, and innovations to improve the collection, communication, accessibility, accuracy, and efficiency of information. It enhances the ability of community stakeholders to become actively involved in the conception, implementation, sorry, and implementation of projects that affect their community. And again, a few examples. Green infrastructure. How can infrastructure help us clean Youngstown? Green infrastructure creates more attractive green spaces that serve multiple functions. For example, improve water quality, promote active use of vacant land, improve air quality, provide recreation, capture stormwater, clean soil, provide habitat, and create employment opportunities. And again, a series of examples. And this is just to kind of get you started. There is no assumption here that everyone is going to have a profound understanding of urban planning, city planning, placemaking. So we've tried to do our best to give you some references to sort of get you going. And the other thing that we're hoping that all of you will do is visit the exhibition, Changing Views, Designing Youngstown's Future, at the McDonough Museum. We've extended the, um, the closing date on that through July 29th. And there are about 200 wonderful ideas presented there by students connected with Kent's architecture programs and their urban planning programs, specifically the Cleveland, Cleveland Urban Design Collaborative. And there are three members of the Cleveland Urban Design Collaborative that are on our in-place support group. Oh, that's connected to the note, I guess. Expertise is not required. Only a commitment to creating ideas that serve the purpose of in-place and our community. Who can enter? Open to all creative community members, such as, but not limited to, artists, designers, creative placemakers, and Youngstown stakeholders. Local submissions are strongly encouraged. We are hoping that we'll have enough interest here in this community to have many project proposals to choose from for these, potentially these five funded projects that we'll make in place. We are asking teams to include at least one artist or designer. And we mean that. No exceptions. 
And that's important for the way that we wrote this application, but even more, it's, it's required for the National Endowment, our town funding policy, let's say. Diversity in skill and knowledge sets among team members. Cultural diversity and local team members. So if there are a couple of you here who have connections to people who live on the west coast or who live down south and they're alums maybe, they're people who used to live in Youngstown but have moved away and it's not necessarily required but I'm just giving those examples. And you want to team up with them to do this, to submit a project proposal, you are more than welcome to do that. And I know we'll talk more about, you'll have questions and we'll talk more about these later, but I just want to put, I want to put these, put this information or share this information with you as we go, okay? I have this really strange stapled together mock-up of what you guys have, so I'm sorry if it looks like I'm struggling here. Individuals may only join one team. Is that clear to, to everyone? Okay, so what we, we don't want your name showing up on several teams, three different applications, it'll create conflicts on a number of levels, so we are asking for that. For more information on how to participate in this project, even if you do not have a team, see the resources section below. So, for those of you who are really interested, you leave this meeting, you're thinking about it, you have ideas, and you're not quite sure who to call or how to connect with others who might like to work with you or that you might like to work with, one of the, one of the responsibilities among many of the in-place project group is to help you connect to others who are interested in what you're interested or others who might be interested in working with you. Okay, and we'll talk more about how you can do that. Okay? For the purposes of this project, an artist means anyone involved in cultural production through sculpture, painting, dance, music, performance, digital coding, and or other media. Designers include architectural, landscape, industrial, graphic, and other kinds of designers. Some of you may be saying, oh wait a second, there's more that should be added to those definitions. Again, this was a way to give those of you where that it might not be obvious exactly how an artist is defined. So you may be asking yourself, well, do I qualify? Or so we wanted to put out there at least a spectrum of, of, of uh, options or possibilities. Mandatory pre-registration. So we can get a sense for how the community is responding to this project, we are asking that by five o'clock on August 19th, you submit a pre-registration form. And the form is already available on the website, the in-place website, which is the um, Economic Action Group website. And it's, it's repeated several times on your guidelines form. Um, so the pre-registration form is here. And what we want to know is the basic information. You want to know your name, your contact information, 
what the theme is that you and your team members are thinking about focusing on. Um, we want to know the names of your team members as they are by August 19th. Now, you may not have it all figured out by then, but we'd like to get a sense for where you're at. And if you don't have team members, please note that so that we know right away who needs our help and who we need to contact. If you're unable to submit online, we will have a paper form uh, of that, we'll have a paper version of that pre-registration form. And right now what I know for sure is they'll be available at the McDonough Museum of Art. Okay, and there may be another location downtown just to make it easier for you. But right now for sure, they'll be located at the McDonough Museum of Art. You can fill them out and submit them there, leave them there. You can also take them away and mail them to us. That's what we have figured out for you so far. So for those of you who do not have access to um, computer, the website, we've got that set up for you. And there's a phone number there for the McDonough. So anything that comes up, you know, any, any barrier <laughs> that comes up right away, just call us, all right? We wanna help you get through it in, in the best way possible, okay? Electronic submission requirements, project proposals, and this is, this is, this is the next phase. So you have pre-registration, and then by November 1, so there's three months in there for you to work toward developing your project proposals. At any point in that time period that you need assistance, the project support group is there for you and you'll be able to communicate with us through the website. You'll be able to communicate with us by picking up the phone and calling the museum, and we'll make sure we get back to you, answer your questions, get the group involved. Okay, am I doing all right so far? Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, project proposals must be submitted at eagyo.org by 5 p.m. on November 1 if you're unable to submit. We will have paper forms for you. Again, they'll be available at the McDonough. You can pick them up, fill them out there, drop them off, or mail them, and the address will be on the form. Each electronic project submission will include the following. Names of team members with brief bios. We just wanna know a little bit about you, just a little bit of a background so we know who everybody is that's, that's participating in the project. We can little get, a, get a little sense of who you are. Project title and summary. We're actually asking you to fit responses for the bulleted list into 350 words. So we want you to kind of condense down what it is you want to do and what you're thinking. We think it can be done. If you think it can't be done if you and your team are at 350 words and you haven't said it all, there'll be a way for you to, to, uh, to add to it as well. So we'll, we'll, make sure, we'll, make sure, we'll make sure you have that option. But we're hoping to kind of keep you to 350 words. 
Describe the most relevant characteristics of the project site and its scale. Describe how this project connects with one of five placemaking themes. Provide evidence of research and engagement with community members that will be affected or may benefit from the project you're proposing. We want you to understand what it is you're wanting to do by the time how you're going to do it by the time you submit your project proposal. We're hoping that you will also have talked to a number of people, maybe people that you hang out with downtown, maybe peers, others, about your project to get feedback from them. We want to know that you've reached out a bit to kind of get other people's responses to what it is you're thinking about doing. The second, the second part, a complete budget breakdown, not to exceed $20,000. Each project will be funded with $20,000. We are asking you to stay within that number, okay? 10% maximum stipend for the team. So it's up to the team if you want to take this or not, but 2,000 of that 20,000 is a stipend that can be divided up among team members. Okay? Other costs for labor, materials, required permits, transportation, etc. And we're going to ask Bill Davignon to Say hello, he's the director of city planning here at Youngstown, and Bill is somebody who knows everything about permits and zoning, and so he's going to be, uh, certainly Bill is automatically uh, a, a stakeholder, and um, we'll be inviting him to um, show up, up at the second meeting to be a resource for information for you. Bill, there's... <laughs> There's your, there's, your, there's your commitment. Um, how this project leverages existing resources and efforts. So we're also hoping that you will take advantage of um, individuals, businesses that are located right here that you can source for things that you need. And some of you can already imagine what that is. So I, I think maybe the most obvious would be uh, 3D printing. So if you're thinking about doing something connected to 3D printing, we're hoping that you'll connect with the many resources that are already here in this community to find out more about what it'll take to do what you want to do, cost-wise, implementation, et cetera. Public project presentations. Project proposals will be presented to the public on Saturday, November 12th at the Cavelli Center from 10 to 6 p.m. It may go longer. We're hoping it does, actually. So we're allowing each team to have 10 minutes to present their project concept and implementation plan with 10 minutes for questions and clarifications. All presentations will be video recorded and obviously open to the public. The public will be invited to be a part of the presentation process. The project presentation visual elements required. We're keeping it simple because we want the playing field to be level and we want to be able to focus on the content of your projects, your project proposals. So we're asking that each team have two 24 by 36 inch portrait oriented panels 
mounted on foam core, representing concept and implementation. You can decide how you want to communicate using those two panels, what you're planning on doing. And at the second meeting, we will have resources there available for you, the teams that don't have a, a, a graphic designer or teams that don't have any connections to graphic designers, we're going to have resources for, re, resources for you, um, individuals that can help you put together your presentations uh, so that they're communicating what you want them to communicate. If you can't afford to have them printed, if you can't afford to have them mounted on foam core, we'll figure out how to help you do that, okay? We don't, we don't want you to get hung up on things that aren't as important as, as the projects themselves. All right? Okay. Resources. Am I right? Next. So these are two pages, three pages. I'm sorry. Did I? I'm sorry. Again, I have sort of a funny one in front of me. If I flip my thing around. Oh, there it is. Okay, sorry. Oh, gosh. All right. So this is this is this is where our day comes in. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, okay. This is good. No, no, no. This is really good. Okay. So, project guidelines, additional information. Um, RJ is going to come up and he's going to talk to you about the whole city of you uh, part of the in-place project. So this is a partnership. This is yes, this is creative placemaking, but it's also about storytelling and connecting to the uh, city's identity campaign, City of You. She nailed it. Okay. So one thing I want, I want to draw your attention to, and actually this was an error I made um, sort of at the last minute, and that is next summer we'll follow the current exhibition Changing Views with sort of Changing Views 2. We're calling it Changing Views in Place. And this exhibition will be a presentation of all of the project proposals we received. Not the five that are chosen, but every single project proposal that's presented at the, the, public, uh, the public proposal, the public project submission meeting. They'll form an exhibition and we'll do a publication that will include all of those proposals. So I want you to know that. And I accidentally changed the dates so they were more like this one that's going on right now. But in fact, the dates are June 2nd to July 9th, 2017. So June 2nd to July, July 9th, 2017, you submit a project proposal with your team. That proposal will be included in this public exhibition and, and the corresponding publication, okay? Just want you to know that. All right, you're up. All right. Thanks, RJ. No problem. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming. Really appreciate it. Um, I want to uh, cover a, a few items here. Um, we'll start here. Uh, so for those of you that are not uh, totally aware of what the City of View is, this is a branding and marketing effort uh, for the City of Youngstown uh, that is being uh, sponsored by the city. Um, and this is really meant to be a conduit through which many different people and projects can communicate uh, the, the, the 
the thoughts and opinions that they have of their city and how it's progressing. So with the, with the city of view, it was a critical staple to the NEA grant that, uh, that we submitted and now the reason why you're here. So one of the things that, that we are working on with the campaign, specifically as it applies to this project, um, in fact, not specifically, but uh, in general, uh, we're recording podcasts. Um, has anyone checked out the City View podcast yet? Okay, good. We got a good show of hands here. Okay. Uh, some of you here have actually been participants in it and have been recorded. Um, the City View podcasts, are they occur in two different formats. There's long form and short form. The long form uh, format essentially is a 20 to 30 minute conversation. It's organic and it's real. Okay, it's you and me sitting down or perhaps Dominic or anyone else for that matter, sitting down and just having a conversation. Um, I've had the good fortune of being able to have conversations with a lot of folks in here that I know nothing about and end up learning uh, just a tremendous amount of information about them, really personal stuff at times that really helps me understand their place in the city, what they're doing to push this city forward and how we can all celebrate that. The second format is the short form. Short form podcasts occur one to two minutes long, and if you saw us at Summer Festival of the Arts, uh, that's what we were recording, just these short little questionnaires. Um, you, you respond to them, and then we collect that information. One of the, one of the things that, that we're asking of, of you folks that, that do submit a proposal is, we want to know how you're, we want you to articulate your vision in the form of these podcasts. So, you know, a team of you forms and let's say you submit your, your proposal. I'm gonna to wanna to sit down and chat with you about that. That does not necessarily have uh, any bearing on, on the decision, but what this does is it helps us construct the narrative, construct the story behind everything that we're doing, uh, even in these, these beginning phases and at the end. So there will be this large journey that, that has been recorded. Um, all of the podcasts that we do record uh, do go on the internet, social media, and twi Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course iTunes, you can download the podcast. So uh, please know up front that the podcasts are a mandatory part of this proposal. And you know, for those of you that, that have done them, you can speak up for me and say you know, they're a lot of fun. Uh, and hopefully I'm not putting words in your mouth there. But uh, we do use this to promote the project that you're doing. That's why we're asking for your, your Twitter account, Facebook, if applicable, if you're willing to share that information because we wanna promote this project, but we wanna promote your role in it and everything that you're doing to you know, push these ideas forward, supporting each other in this sense. So that uh, is the basic crux of it. The, the podcast will be included in the, the sequel exhibition, Changing Views sequel exhibition. Um, they'll be online, and uh, I wholeheartedly welcome your, your participation on the podcast. Um, these podcasts uh, probably won't start for a while yet, so you don't have to, have to worry about that. But... Um, I hope you enjoy them, and I know that they've been getting good ground. And ultimately, uh, and perhaps the most technical, but perhaps the most important, we're going to be able to listen to all of the podcasts that we record from your projects, 
from the long form recordings, from the short form recordings, and really gain an understanding of what people want to see in this city, not just in art, but in everything. Um, and being able to data mine these recordings in that way is just a, a very strategic way of, of pushing our city forward. And um, your podcast will contribute to that. And hopefully, by having this resource available to you, it will help inform the, the projects that you're wanting to build and subsequently uh, propose to in place. So um, should you have any questions on that, uh, you know, I'll take questions later. But uh, I, I definitely welcome your participation in the podcast. And if you're shy, um, I'll help you work past it. These are, these are a lot of fun. They're not invasive, uh, and they're very casual. So uh, having said that, uh, I guess I'll turn it back over to Leslie to talk about the legalese. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Shirts in August. <laughs> All right. Actually, you guys can read the legalese. And nothing that would shock you. So I'm just going to go straight to the resources page. And I think that's pretty straightforward, too. Is there, is there anyone that thinks they will not have access or could not get access to a computer to be able to look at these links, these hot links? OK. All right. So we, we know where the public resources are for that because that's also something we can help you with at the McDonough, all right? Just putting it out there. Uh, for the theme-based projects, those are repeats of, of what you have earlier on. We just wanted them to be on the resource page as well. But there are additional, the local planning report, City of You, these are all fantastic, uh, um, well-conceived, many, many hours of work, uh, plans, that have been put together over, let's say, the last, what we say, five years um, for the city. And if you don't know about them, if you've never looked at any of them, this is your opportunity to, to take some time and do that. Um, really valuable, important information that's moving the city forward, okay? Resources all the way through. Okay, public meetings. So the second public meeting will take place on September 6th, location at the Cavelli Center from 5 to 7 p.m. We are asking all of you that pre-register, and again, we're hoping that you have some team members. If you don't, that's fine. All of you that we pre-register anyway, all of you that pre-register, we were requiring you to attend this meeting on September 6th. And we're hoping to have as many resources available for you as possible to assist in your preparation for your project proposals. Okay, so there'll be a little round table in the beginning talking about artists, designers, survey planners engagement in creative placemaking projects, um, uh, civic engagement, the concept of the artist designer as citizen, um, kind of a short discussion, and then it'll be an open house with, uh, in, with individuals who are experts in place talking about placemaking themes, the research community engagement to help you understand that a little bit better, 
um, visualization, as I mentioned before, to help with the uh, design work. Also, um, people who are experts in architectural landscape design and technical information as well. So we're hoping to have as many people there um, that can assist you in developing your projects uh, in a, on a sort of one-on-one -on -one basis. So I'm imagining your team is there. You really want to talk to somebody more about green infrastructure. We're going to have that set up for you. In place public meeting three to take place October 4th. Again, these two meetings, we've set them up to help move the, the project development and, and, and the proposal process forward so that by November 1, um, or at the latest, you have everything you need to make those submissions. Okay, and I know selection criteria is on the back of one of these. Here we go, selection criteria. Five total projects selected for imp implementation. One for each of the five themes. Artistic merit and design creativity. Okay, this is what the selection committee will be looking at. How original and visual compelling is the project? Is there a vision for enhancing the livability of the community? Reflect or strengthen a unique community identity and sense of place and capitalize on existing local assets? Appropriateness of the project to the in-place mission and the Youngstown community? Appropriateness of the budget, its feasibility and strategy for maintaining the work of the project? likelihood that the project will be completed within the proposed period of support. That is, from August 1, this grant begins officially August 1. So a lot of work has been done in advance to sort of get us there. August 1, and it runs through July 31st, 2017. All right. <laughs> Quality and clarity of the project goals and design. Resources involved, qualifications of the project team. Actually, I don't think you have resources involved. It goes to qualifications of the project team. So I think I have an old copy. Selection process. In-place support group with community stakeholders will select the five final projects. The teams will be notified no, December 2nd, followed by in-place support group meetings with each team for permit review and project refinement starting January 6th. So this in-place support group be shepherding anyone interested along in getting prepared for project submission. Once the five projects are selected, we are working closely with those teams to bring those projects to a reality, to existence, okay, all along inviting people to join us that are going to be helpful in the process. Once refined, the five are formally presented to the community at a reception on March 3rd, Favelli Center time 5 to 7 p.m. So on March 3rd, the five final projects in their refined, ready to go form, and I'm imagining that implementation on some of them will already have begun. Okay, but just to sort of give all of you some kind of a timeline. And the selection team is made up of the in-place support group 
plus additional members who will be invited. Representatives from the community, um, most likely the mayor and, and others. All right, last page, important dates. For those of you who are interested in participating, I would take this off and tape it to your fridge, enter these dates in your Google Calendar. Um, it's basically uh, pretty much a repetition of everything that we've gone through in this meeting. So what we'd like to do now is open this up for your questions, any comments, um, anything we anything we can't answer, anything we may not have the answer to tonight, we'll be making a list of those questions and we'll be posting those responses for all of you fairly soon after this meeting. All right, so can I ask like, the rest of the group to <laughs> come up and, and join Dominic and RJ, Mike, Chris, uh, is Terry here? Yes. Terry Schwartz, excellent. Terry, is there anyone else I'm missing from the project support group? Nick's posting questions. Nick, Nick's, you're on the questions? Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks so much for going through all of that, <laughs> however tedious it might have been for you. I hope not. Awesome. No limit, but at least three, and it's in the, it's in the guidelines, but good question, though. Your projects need to be completed by July. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do the projects need to be completed by the end of July 2017? We're hoping yes. Um, part of this is uh, an investment in the future of Youngstown. So if there's things that are ongoing, um, we can have discussions about that. But we have to write a report, so we'd like to have as much of this completed as possible. Are there guidelines for the age of project team members? Well, we, we need at least one person to be 21 and the fiscal agent. So it, it, there's no problem working with young people, not at all. But we need at least one person on that team to be 21 years old. Great question. projects as proposed here, um, as described here, that you keep it within the $20,000 mark. It will get very complicated, and I understand exactly why. So, but the way we see this is, this is sort of a phase one to what we hope will be a continuation of projects in the future. And so if there's something that's done at 20,000 that could be augmented after 
July 31st. After this is after we've done our report back to the Natural Endowment, right? We've sort of closed our chapter. If it can be augmented, changed, made larger through additional funding, absolutely. And we'll also help you do that at that point in any way we can. Gentleman back. Is it your goal that there will be one project per focus area at the end of the day? Yes. That's, well, that's actually a good point that we've discussed over and over again. And obviously, we've put forward five uh, ideas, five areas. Um, on August 19th, if you have something much better than what we have, uh, and you say, I can really make this work, it, it will be considered, but we really do ask that you try to stay within those guidelines. We're, we want to guide, but we don't want to stifle creativity at the same time, so. We're strongly recommending that you connect to the five projects. He's talking about the locations, Father? Yeah, oh, so the, the location map is actually going to be available for download, so you can blow it up for scale that's conducive for your plan project planning. I would say that we would hope that there would be one in each site or realm of sites, not clustered in one spot, but I think that if it comes in and it makes the most sense and all five projects are planned for one area, we would consider it. But is it also, one will be wayfinding, one will be mobility, Yes, one, one for each of the five themes, like Dr. Chris said. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different question. Mm -hmm. How about like overlapping between So you're saying a blend of more than one theme? Yeah, what if like one project is So Austin's question was what if you try to take one project and blend maybe two themes together? And I think our answer has been yes, we would strongly consider that, and we do not discourage you from exploring that as your proposal. I would say in past uh, public right-of-way projects, Phil, a city would take the lead on determining if that's city property and under their liability or if it makes sense to uh, partner with a nonprofit or a private organization. And I would defer to Bill, obviously, and his past experience with their contracts and other third parties. But very good question. So the, the question was, who's maintaining the final tangible product? Good question. And Bill, did I cover that well? or? I think when the five final projects in that selection process, something that's going to be considered is maintenance. And it certainly isn't going to fall to you, you know. So, and if, I think if there's no one on the team that feels like they'll be able to maintain what's, what's being proposed, that'll be factored in. Or we'll figure that out somehow, you know. Sue?
great suggestion. Excellent recommendation. Great point. We'll do it. It'll, it'll probably be updated before this is on available online. Yeah, great recommendation. interesting question and and what comes to mind immediately is that we would we actually need to check with the um, the rules um, what's it what's allowed and what isn't allowed with the natural endowment on this grant they may so prohibit that. thank you yeah but yeah we'll we need check to check and we'll make sure that response is posted on the site thanks Can you say that last part one more time? Yeah, this is the intellectual property. Yeah, I don't even want to go there. I think we're going to find out what the answer is to that question. I, 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 I suspect. I have a feeling that I know what it might be, right? That, that actually making a profit is not in, 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 uh, an option, but we'll look it up and then sort of take what comes next. But Okay, okay, great. Great question, Sue. Thank you. Did everybody hear that? Thank you, Terry. Okay, great. Anybody else? Questions, comments? somebody who can provide those materials to you in time? Right. Absolutely. And in fact, I think in the description of what we're looking for you to show in your budget breakdown, that's there, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Did everybody hear that? Okay, what she was asking is if you can if you can source things that you need through in-kind donations for your project, is that allowed? And we said absolutely. Yes, uh, we've actually got that list. Nick behind you has actually been generating that, and uh, we can make that available to you on the website as a download. I think it's a built into our next public, yeah. couple public, public meetings. In so, yeah.
think it's, I think it's by August 19th, if we get a lot of registration forms from people who haven't been able to connect with, then I, I agree with you, a spreadsheet like that would be very helpful for people to find each other. And we, we will, we'll, we'll put something, something like that together. There's also the possibility of having uh, sort of a um, friendly get-together somewhere here in the city uh, where interested folks can connect uh, before the uh, September 6th uh, second public meeting. So, so it's informal in-place yeah. gathering, I guess. All right. Beer might be involved. <laughs> the popular downtown venue. Also, we're all here to try to be a matchmaker, not just resources in terms of technical assistance on how to create a tangible product, but if we're talking, if we're seeing forms being filled out or talking to different teams and we see synergies that you may not see because you don't have the chance to hear different conversations, we're, you know, that's what we're here for. So keep that in mind too. Facebook, exactly. basically. Yeah, I would actually encourage. Uh, so we have our social media centers. Uh, people can corral and interact through those mediums. Or uh, I'd actually recommend connecting through Facebook, um, at which point you're welcome to create a group and you can connect from there. Uh, that's largely out of our hands. I imagine a lot of exchanging going on in that way, though. Yeah, a lot of people connecting that way. Yes. It could be anything. Yeah, the, they're not role specific in that sense. Ideally, though, we want to have an artist and a designer. Sure. So there's um, actually an in place Facebook page now. Uh, that is facebook.com slash in place Youngstown. Um, you can go there and connect. Uh, however, uh, I can create a group there and post the link on this page so you can all connect there. Uh, for those of you that, that don't have Facebook, um, you know, I'll have to seek a resolution to provide you with a, a means to, to communicate as well. But I'd say I can make a Facebook group under the in place page and we'll go from there. That link will be available on the EAG site as well. Yeah, hey, Joanna just joined. Yeah. There was uh, there's actually one point I, I did not uh, I neglected to mention. Um, when you do a podcast, um, you also get a poster design. So, uh, Mike, I'm going to use you as an example. Uh, so I did a long form podcast with Mike, and I took a few pictures of him and built him into a poster design, which you can actually see in the McDonough now. Um, that design will become a part of the print campaign for the city of you. So you may be walking down federal and look at a bus stop and you see Mike's poster there. Um, those posters will have a quote from the podcast and simultaneously promote your projects as well. So, you know, uh, you might be walking down federal, you see Chris's poster in, in a window and it's promoting your project. That's, that's a great way for us to 
you know, create some exposure for, for your projects. And if anyone you know that couldn't make it to the meeting, might not see this broadcast, miss, not, miss the recording, access to the recording, but you know they might be interested, please encourage them to pre-register and to attend the second meeting. But really encourage them to pre-register. Even if it's, well, I'm not so sure, it sounds cool, but I don't know, encourage them to pre-register. It's, it's going to be a way for us to get a sense for where the interest is, where the focus is, and, and what more we need to do to, um, to move this forward. Are there more questions, any comments? Anybody saying, like, I don't get this at all? It's a lot to digest. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, should you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us, uh, any members of, of our support group. I actually put some business cards of mine up here on the table. You're welcome to grab some. I don't have one for everyone, though, unfortunately. Go ahead, question in the back. Minimum. Minimum three. Bring them. We want you. We want those ideas. Um, yeah, three three people minimum to a group. Um, note uh, Leslie's comment on age. However, uh, particularly as it surrounds a fiscal sponsor, fiscal agent. Um, we'll find someone for you. Yeah, we'll we'll help you out. We'll find someone for you. see me on TV this morning. <laughs> you know what, I'm gonna, TV anymore. <laughs> I'll send you the link to Mike's video. Um, social media is our primary means of communicating uh, everything about this campaign. Uh, parts of it will be communicated through the City of View campaign, which is not only just social media uh, and podcasts, but there will be a print parallel to that as well. Um, so eventually it will be a fully integrated communication strategy. Um, but right now it's heavily social media driven. We had PSAs and ads for um, this meeting on WYSU. And, and actually, I know that we'll be able to count on them um, uh, to help us get the word out on future meetings and, and other bits of information. So, but yes, yes, we are counting on, we are counting on you guys to help spread the word. Yes. <laughs> economic action group meetings will be tailored largely to this project and making sure that we're available for monthly support as well so resources will be available there but we we do not only sharing on social media and hoping you carry the message but 
word of mouth is is key sometimes. And we have been and will continue to go on radio and TV when we are presented those opportunities. And if you have any engagements that you think one of us would uh, serve with the project well to attend, you know, as we've been doing with the City of You storytelling under RJ, please let us know. So parent, if it's a Lit Youngstown event or anybody has something going on with all the festivals, please let us know and we'll, we'll do our best to get there. Father Murphy, if there's something going on at the church and we can talk to more kids, don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah, we want to be at those, those types of events. Uh, Lillian, you had a question? Yes. Sure. Yeah, that'll be on there. Okay, great. So, uh, so uh, a follow-up to Thanks. that. Um, th that information will be available online. Uh, we're live streaming this too, so hopefully it saved a recording of it. Um, I would encourage folks to listen to it as opposed to watching it because it's just a lot of talking heads. But um, we're also recording a podcast of it, too. So there, there are two different means of, of digesting that information. Um, and, of course, they can always contact us. There are some people that wanted to be here tonight that, that couldn't, so we accommodated as best we could. Great question. And if there's businesses or stations that you think are well attended by the community and you'd like printouts or need help getting printouts there, again, let us know. We have been in touch with organizations, uh, kind of spinning off from the City of Youth campaign again. People that, organizations that canvass in the, in the neighborhoods, um, we're tagging along with their efforts and we're, we're partnering with them on this initiative, making sure they're helping us get the word out and we're helping you know, the, their residents get connected to the, to the project. There is one other uh, thing regarding uh, sign up that I wanted to mention. When you go to eagyo.org slash in place, um, this is what the page looks like. The downloadables will be available on this page. Um, it, when you scroll to the bottom, uh, you're going to see two forms. One is just for general information, um, and the second form is the pre-registration, which was opened up um, about an hour and a half ago. Uh, I do have uh, one particular request, and I, I know it may seem redundant. Um, for each member of your team, please fill out this form. Uh, if only so we can have your contact information. Otherwise, if we get one form submission per team, we're going to have to call every single one of you to get your info. So ideally speaking, you have a four-member team. Everyone submit this. Everyone needs a pre-registration form. But we also have a space where we ask who's on your team. So we know who you're connected to. Yep. But everyone needs to fill out the pre-registration form. So we have ways to get in touch with you. Definitely, that's a great point, Andre. I need two more from you. <laughs> yeah. You help us get more funding. We could expand expand this thing as far as you want to go. You're, you're on our team. We have discussed it. It's part of the. We had to limit the scope in some way, shape, or form. So, actually, th what you're seeing in front of you now is an expansion of the first draft of the of the proposal. So, we are very cognizant of your idea, and we're trying to find ways to reach out. But obviously, it's uh, it's in the future. 
And two things real quick, Mike, I'd like to address in your comment. One is pitch it and we'll, we'll consider it, but we're hoping that your product and the final product are so good and scalable and duplicable that we can extend them into the neighborhoods and maybe they, <laughs> they have a different spin-off, but we want them to be scalable. Now, the other thing is a lot of organizations get a lot of flack for where they focus their efforts. So people need, do need to understand, and I have no problem saying that to this group or anybody else, that we do have to target our investment for where um, our investors are, are asking us to, to use these funds. So this grant largely, and we've heard from NEA, was only awarded because of the well-coordinated action that's been taking place and the compounding effect it's been having. So we've, Leslie's mentioned the five to 10 years and be honest, way more year, many more years and projects and planning before I've even been around here, um, around some of these areas. And, and only until recently have you seen investment in the downtown. Uh, this isn't this isn't something that's been happening for decades. This is a matter of five years, maybe. So, the reason, a large reason we got this grant is because we're not just abandoning ship and trying to spread everything around like peanut butter. We're, we have highly targeted approach to this, and we're going to execute it at a high level. So that, as Leslie said, this is hopefully venture capital for more funding and more proposals into the entire city. Definitely. We hear you. We're, we're, we're behind you 100%. We only got the one question from him. I'm waiting for the second. are giving you a project map and asking the part of your proposal uh, you can you explain to us how you want this situated and how you're proposing it and then we as a team with the city as the main partner on this grant we figure that out so we're probably going to be dealing with a lot of public right away is the the idea Dan but um, if there's private property or something that comes into this it might add a wrinkle to it but it's nothing we're not going to be willing to at least have a conversation and take the city's lead on, or follow the city's lead on Dan, that's the whole point of this, is to sort of extend the placemaking investigations that have been done and identified, right, rather than, you know, how often the public art project, right, there's a competition, somebody wants to do something cool, and then it lands somewhere. And does it necessarily make sense there, and does it jive with the city planning that's been going on for years and years? So what we're trying to do is kind of put those two things together so that the sort of creative solution to dealing with one of these themes actually goes along with some of the needs that have been identified through city planning. It's five themes. The five themes, and then there are many sites. I think it's the numbers one through 30, it's very tiny. And uh, I'm sorry about that. We, um, we're gonna figure out how to, when you go online, you're, you'll be able, you're, you're able to zoom in on it. But it's five themes. The sites, there, there are many more to choose from, yep. Consider it a project area more than a specific site. There you go. We want you to come up with a site. We've offered opportunity sites, but certainly can can come up with your own within that boundary. I mean, you might propose a lighting project that meets throughout 
so, you know, um, I mean, whatever you're starting to imagine, just let it go. You might propose a sound piece that people moving through the downtown experience in different places. Or your piece might be focused directly on an area that has a very specific <coughs> function. Does that give you kind of a like stretch of, you know, sort of possibilities? The more you think about it, the more they'll come. And I know for us, we've been so focused on getting this together, but when we start thinking about, wow, I could do this. Wow, this could be done, you know? So. The last thing is, I, I would encourage people to go to the McDonough and look at the yes. exhibition where you can see the work of the students from Kent, uh, the new school, and Parsons School of Design and their interactions with Warren around the Robin Theater. Um, but there's a lot of really interesting and intricate proposals that give you an idea of both how to present them and exactly. also some of the thinking that's gone on. Yep. Uh, because, again, don't restrict yourself to such a limit as, as a work of art. Uh, this can be furniture that people can manipulate to create public spaces. This can be light and sound. This Yeah, Sue. Sue, thanks for saying that. And that's the whole purpose of the exhibition, right? So all the proposals that are submitted will be on exhibit at the McDonough near the end of, of this whole process where people can come and say, you know what, I love this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find some money to do this. Exactly, exactly. And, and to your point, we're hoping that you know you might not be one of the five projects, but this 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 process serves as a model for more public art to be extended throughout the community and working with organizations like like you mentioned. So it's just connectivity at a different you know in a different way. And we do recognize that there's been a lot of work done on this level over many years. We really do uh, beyond city planning, but public art projects that people have scrounged to find money for, 
um, murals, the um, bike racks, um, flowers, the, you know, you name it. We recognize all of that and, and just see this as a continuation. It's an opportunity, it's a great opportunity, uh, and it's a continuation of all the work that's, that's been ongoing. So um, thanks to all of you for that. <laughs> and and um, it's just, it's a privilege to, to be able to propose something that continues to move this forward. So if there aren't any other questions, uh, we'd like to take the rest of the time. We're here for another 20 minutes or so. If you guys want to connect, meet each other, have conversations, come out and talk to us. Uh, I've got business cards up here you're welcome to take. Uh, otherwise, um, stay tuned and uh, connect with us on social media. And uh, thank you all for coming. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Dad. Hi there. 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 Hi the city of Youngstown, city government. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, maybe on the podcast. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Shoot me an email. Awesome. Okay. Oh, Carmela, your name has popped up several times. Yeah. 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 I teach. Uh, I teach graphic design at YSU. Yeah, a number of other things. So. Thank you. Yeah, you as well, and we'll talk to you soon. Because I know, like, whatever says I got here, like, that we try to exchange over Facebook. Like, I was getting, like, a little confused about what, uh, like, this is all group project, and my thesis has to be individual or whatever. Like, what sort of, I just need clarification on what. On how your thesis builds into this? Yeah. It like, helps inform these projects okay so yeah. basically if, if we put it online yeah. and let people read it yeah. you know uh, Alexandria is gonna get a my student here yeah. Ali's gonna get a much better idea of how to fine-tune her project okay. so in, in essence it's creative stimulus okay, okay? and all right. so all of that information the podcasts everything that we're doing is gonna develop that yeah Mine is going to be going into ties with the whole, like, how, because I need to finalize the Google questions I need to answer, but, like, there is an implementation plan behind it and everything, but it's how, like, the arts can add a page and uh, build, like, an economic development. So there's going to be more of a narrative study and everything, but, like, it can definitely tie in with, like, 